here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is Steffi Smalls. We are here to preview the NFL Week 15 betting slate and also place some bets for all of you and make some money, baby. Let's go. Let's have ourselves a week. Only four more times this season we get to gamble on a full slate of games. No bye weeks, no bullshit. Let's make some goddamn money today. Steph, you ready? Yes, I'm very excited for this game, and I'm surprised. It seems like everyone is really rooting for the Seahawks tonight. I'm, uh, I thought people would be leaning the other way. I am excited to talk about this one as well. Before we jump into it, I want to remind everyone, we just announced that a C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard signed merchandise is up for grabs. If you get to 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube page, we're going to give it away randomly to one person out there. So make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page right here, and you will be eligible to win a C.D. Lamb and a Tony Pollard signed item. All right, let's jump right into it. Thursday night football. Exciting NFC West matchup. Haven't heard that much this year, but this is probably the best game we're going to get the rest of the season. We have the San Francisco 49ers minus three at the Seattle Seahawks. Totals at 43 right now at DraftKings. This line has come down a little bit. Seahawks started at plus three and a half. You know who bet the Seahawks at plus three and a half? This idiot. Can't wait to get into it. Steph, what's your initial read on the game? I am seriously, like I said kind of in the beginning, but just to get in, like I'm surprised that everyone is just immediately on the Seahawks. That's, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. I think that people forget how dominant this 49ers defense is and that Seattle has really come back to earth. Like they've joined us back down here. Like uh, the fairy tale, the pixie dust is kind of falling off of them at this point. And Gino's not playing as clean as he was. You look at him week one through seven and he only threw two interceptions and then five interceptions after that. Um, They're facing a fucking awesome defense. And, you know, San Francisco's on a roll. I mean, you can make the argument, yes, Purdy, is a little banged up. Again, I also get a little weary of injury reports at this point in the season. A lot of these teams are looking ahead to playoffs. They're focusing on uh, what's in the future for them. It's his first road game. That's fine. I, I think Seattle's defense does him favors, though. They stink against the run. It's kind of a perfect situation for him. I like this to stay low scoring, too. Um, what do you think? So... I'm torn here. There's a reason I bet Seattle at three and a half. I thought the, the hook was valuable. I don't know if I would rebet this at three. I think the most likely outcome is this game finishes at three in the 49ers' favor. The number that I have in my head right now and the number that the market would suggest with the total of already over 43 is that this game ends 23-20 San Francisco. 36% of the bets and 54% of the money is on Seattle in this situation. And to be honest, I understand the angle. The angle is... It's kind of the science experiment. We saw week one. It was great. Now you're on a short week. You've definitely never played on a short week before and had to prepare like a pro in two days. You have to go to Seattle, 12th man. So it's not only a road game, it's a vicious road game. That is one of the three hardest places to play on the road, especially in a night game, an island game. Very difficult for them to play. And then San Francisco is coming off of this injury. Jimmy G gets injured two weeks ago. Debo this week. Don't you think that they think that they can just beat Seattle by keeping it simple 
Put it on the ground. Let McCaffrey and Jordan Mason win the game for them. You don't have to blow them out. And this defense is going to be absolutely shot. They've had three straight weeks of having to defend good teams. Now they're like, Seattle, eh, whatever, we can just deal with it. I think that they think they can win this game close by running the ball, extend the game, and just get it done. So I, I don't think there's a motivation for them to come in here and blow them out. Meanwhile, Seattle has been on a really, really pathetic streak after losing Carolina mm-hmm. last week at home. I think that they get right in this spot. And also, traditionally, Pete Carroll has performed really, really well against Kyle Shanahan. So in the NFC West, as uh, our buddy Ryan Kramer says, the matrix of the NFC West, the flow chart, uh, this is just Seattle's supposed to beat San Francisco. It's just the way it works. Um, I don't know if they'll beat them, but I do like them to cover the plus three and a half. So. I kind of might, and this is probably like me being toxic, is like I like the chaos that will occur if Seattle does not win because that starts to make things look a lot different for teams like the Vikings, for teams like the Giants, for teams like the for like all these teams in the NFC. If Seattle loses tonight, now we're now things are looking a little bit better or worse if you think about the Vikings. Um, so it's an interesting game. I think that it might make a couple other games this week a little bit more interesting. Um, I still I'm gonna lean with San Francisco here, and it might be the wrong side. Um, I think Seattle can stay in this game, so maybe they do. They could probably cover, but I, I just don't see it. I, totally fair. No one loves San Francisco more than I do, and I think it's a little yeah. weird to bet against them at this point in the season, but I do think there's a case to be made in this situation that Seattle, at three and a half particularly, has a lot of value. All right, let's get to some player props for tonight, and then we're also going to go through our favorite Daily Dozen pick. If you've never pay, played Daily Dozen with us before, Look below, use that code Daily Dozen for a free $12 deposit bonus. Play with us one time. You can turn $12 into $2,400 tonight if you go 12 for 12. But payouts start at 7 out of 12, right? Make that cash. Let's make some money together with Champions Run. All right, Thursday night props that you like. What's the number one one that you want to bet tonight? Oh, number one. I think all of these are kind of maybe a little bit even. Starting from the top, I think that George Kittle, this is, you know, a great check down city type situation. I think that over 30 and a half, I know that's moved a little bit at minus 115. He's had nine games versus the Seahawks in his career. He's averaging 62.4 per yards per game. I also like him to get in the end zone. So if, the, if you prefer that, his receptions are probably a safer bet than his yards, but I think that they use him plenty in this game. CMC, his receiving yards, that number's already come up. I bet it at 35 and a half, taking the over there at minus 120. And now it's up to 37 and a half, minus 115. Uh, I'm not surprised if that we see that move a little bit more too. He's gone over this in three of the five last games. And Seattle's defense is allowing the high, the highest, league highest, at 85.7% catch rate to running backs this season. And they're also allowing an average of 45 receiving yards per game to running backs. No Debo. CMC fits this bill perfectly to keep this trend going. So I like that as well. Maybe I'll let you jump in there before I uh, run out of breath here. (laughs) So I I love the McCaffrey angle. And for all my fantasy teams, I hope that he has a massive game. And it certainly sets up for him to have one. My concern with McCaffrey in terms of a yardage one, like I prefer to play him on a touchdown and actually the receiving ones might make a lot of sense, but mm-hmm. it's 78 and a half rushing yards tonight. I'm a little concerned that they're going to be like, you know what? This game really doesn't matter to us. Let's, let's stash McCaffrey a little mm-hmm. bit. Let's not run him through the tackles as much. 
which is why my favorite prop of the night, if you can find it anywhere, Jordan Mason over 26 and a half rushing yards. I didn't think they're going to utilize him in a big way tonight. I would not be surprised to see him get 10 plus carries tonight. So any Jordan Mason prop that you can find, that's going to be the angle that I'm going to try and play tonight. Also, Jordan Mason, anytime touchdown plus 275, lock that one in. Oh, I like it. You know, you know what kind of game it seems like for me? I don't know why. I just woke up this morning and I'm like, it's a Jawan Jennings game. Like, I just know it. It's just Ooh. that's the game that it's going to go. So tw- 25 and a half receiving yards, pretty low for a guy. Uh, he's only, I mean, he's only gone over this five times a season. Not that exciting. Two of the last three, though, a little bit more involved. Minus 125. I kind of like it. I don't know what, I don't know what his TD odds are there. That touchdown odds were not great on this game, but I, I like Jennings. That's more of like a gut call. Also, Will Disley. Uh, this not this number feels maybe like a trap because I'm not really sure why it's set so low. It's sitting there uh 14 and a half receiving yards. I like the over. He's gone over this six of the last seven. Uh normally wow. I would fade heavy trends like this, but uh he is consistently like two receptions for four straight games. Like they are looking to him uh, quietly. He's consistently involved enough where he goes over this and with enough comfort for me to take the over. All right. I kind of like that one as well. All right. We're going to go through our daily dozen props really quickly. And Steph is going to pick out which one she thinks is the dad of the slate. All right. Uh, total points, 43 and a half. I know you like the under there, um, but maybe not enough to lock it in all the way. San Francisco total points, 23 and a half. Seattle total points, 20 and a half. Now we get to the player prop session. Brock Purdy passing yards, 200.5. Geno Smith, 1.5 touchdown passes. Christian McCaffrey, 78 and a half receiving or rushing yards. I mentioned, I kind of like the under on that one. Mm-hmm. Rushing yards for Kenneth Walker, 49 and a half. Again, I kind of like the under because I'm not sure that he's actually going to play that much. And his last couple games going back, he has not been successful at all. Brandon Ayuk receiving yards 48 and a half. Tyler Lockett receiving yards 60 and a half. DK Metcalf receptions five and a half. George Kittle receptions three and a half. And then Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown 0.5. What's the lock on the slate? These are like some great, great lines. I don't know how I feel about Ayuk. I am leaning towards actually like fading him. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. I think that it's a very easy click because Debo's out, but I think that there's more options on this team, especially if, you know, Brock is hurt. I don't know if they're going to be airmailing it that much. CMC, anytime touchdown, probably the safest. Like I said, too, I like the Kittle, his receptions. I think he can easily go over this, too. I think he gets four tonight. Hmm. I think I like the under CMC, though. I think that might be my favorite tonight. All right, so the lock of the day, the dad of the day, rushing yards under for Christian McCaffrey, 78 and a half. But we also do like the touchdown over. We think it'll be a big game through the air for him. They will not run him through the tackles as much. Again, Jordan Mason played those player props mm-hmm. if you can find them. All right, we got three NFL Saturday games for week 15. I love this part of the year. I'm sorry, I love college football too, but the Saturday NFL slate, I love it. All right, so in order to celebrate, what we're going to do is build a little parlay for the Saturday slate, talk about the three games or the sides that we like and see if we can build a nice little card here. So the first game up on the board, the Minnesota Vikings minus four hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Total is set at 48. Is there any interesting angle that you love on this game that we can throw into our little parlay? 
Yeah, I just like the Vikings on the money line. Uh, I okay. think that uh, I think Action Network is where I, I pulled this one from. From Kirk Cousins is the fifth most profitable QB against the spread after a loss in the past twenty years. Just doesn't happen. 30, 36 in twenty two. I think it was. Um, I think the Vikings win here. I think that the Jeff Saturday again, like another like little fairy tale. Everyone is. The Vikings, if they lose this game against the Colts, I mean, the media is just, it's going to be, it's not going to be pretty for them. So I actually really like the, I really like the Vikings. Uh, All right. So the, so the Vikings uh, minus 210 to win. I personally would not suggest that we play the four if we're going to do this, because I do think that there's a chance that this is a lower scoring game and Indianapolis keeps it within the four. Again, this is a team that I talked about, I think, the last three weeks. I think that people are probably really annoyed at this point. I'm fading the shit out of the Vikings the rest of the year. I don't care. It's been working great. I'm going to keep doing it. Now, do I think the Colts can win this game? Probably not. But Mm -hmm. money line, Vikings, fine. But I'm not going to do the plus four um, or minus four at that matter. Uh, I do like the under in this game. It's actually coming down pretty quickly. So I kind of want to throw the under 47 into our little parlay right here if that's cool with you yeah i'm looking i was thinking too dumb cook hasn't been that involved but i think they caught up onto that it looks like they're setting that number at like 60 68 or something so it's not even worth taking a look at all right next game on the board for saturday baltimore ravens plus three at the cleveland browns total set at 38 the over under has come up a little bit baltimore looks like tyler hundley is going to be good to go in this one Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson can't keep pooping down his leg. If they want to have a chance to win any sort of game, he has been absolutely dreadful. Did the, Raven, did the Ravens move to 10-4, and four, or do we think that the Browns are able to take advantage of a Ravens team that has beat up and has not been playing well, despite the fact that they keep pulling out wins? I am, I am very torn in this game. I think that this is probably the best scenario for Deshaun Watson to kind of get right. He's had a little bit of time now. You're back home, probably not dealing with any crowds. I I mean, Cleveland looks worse with Watson. So I, yeah. I think that Baltimore has a good – this is a good spot for Baltimore to try to get a running – like figure out what their identity is with the run game that they have struggled to figure out. I lean Cleveland at home here. Um, but I don't like it all. Uh, 30, 39% of the bets and 63% of the money is on the Browns in this game. So why don't we just throw the Browns in at minus 150? It's gross. We might just be playing all favorites, but we're trying to make money here. We think that Cleveland can get it done against the Baltimore Ravens. All right, last game. Oh, this is, should be interesting. So Miami plus seven at the Buffalo Bills. Total set at 44. Okay, so the total on this game is interesting because – it was at 42 early in the week, expecting full blizzard conditions. My take is that if the number's going up, the weather must be improving. And if the weather is improving, who does that favor more? I think that's probably the best angle to look at this game. So if the it's going to be cold. It's going to be freezing as shit, but it may not be full snow. I think that that favors the Dolphins comparatively to the full snow. What do you, What do you think? Yeah, probably. I think that Tua has been quite the spoiled brat, though, in his uh, football career. I don't think he's ever played a game in a temperature that he is going to be playing at, regardless of if 
the sun comes out for a little bit there. Uh, it's going to be effing cold. You saw these guys bundled up. I don't know. I, I think that Miami, you know, I think teams have exposed them now. You saw what San Francisco was able to do and how, you know, if you can get to it a sweat and and you can throw Tyreek and Waddle, I'm off. Like, Tua has to rely on something that he doesn't do very well. Neither of these offenses look like the offenses that we were all so – they were so sexy in the beginning of the year. That's kind of – the sex appeals kind of uh, come down a little bit. I think that Miami probably can cover this game, but I do think Buffalo wins. Yeah, so um, let's get to 40% of the bets and 68% of the money is on the Dolphins in this situation. I think that we have to do the Dolphins at plus mm-hmm. seven, unfortunately, for us in this uh, game. So basically, we, the bets that we have for Saturday, our little parlay, is going to be the Cleveland Browns minus 150, the Vikings minus 210, the under 47 in Vikings Colts, and then the Dolphins at plus seven. I also have a teaser that I think that we should throw in there, but I'm going to give us the number on this one. $100 to win. 796, Cleveland Browns minus 150, under 47 and Colts Vikings, Minnesota minus 210, and Miami plus seven. Again, $100 to win. 796, that's going to be our Saturday parlay. I have teaser, uh, then, Oh. No, I have to interrupt. So I have two player props that I like. So if you can get in these before these change. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, over 49 and a half receiving yards. He hasn't gone over – he's gone over this, I think, to, like only twice did he miss this number. He's averaging 61.3 yards a game versus the Ravens. Uh, he's been pretty automatic. You know what you're going to get out of him. And then Josh Allen, plus money on an interception for a guy that's tied with Davis Mills for the most interceptions in the league at plus 102. I like both of those uh, just as an extra piece there. I love to hear that, and I will be betting those as well. The teaser that I wanted to throw in there is pretty simple. Baltimore plus nine and the Bills at minus one. I just think that those numbers are good and tasty. And Baltimore specifically at plus nine in the division in a low-scoring game with a total of 38, that should be an absolutely perfect spot. And bring the Bills from seven to one at home. Probably not going to lose to Miami twice in a year. So I really like that teaser piece. All right, let's head over to Sunday. little buy low sell high game i'll start off the team that i'm buying low on and the team that i am selling high on and the bet that i'm going to be placing this week the las vegas raiders plus one at home versus the new england patriots i have to do this one it's gross it's the mcdaniels versus belichick bowl these teams know each other like the back of their hand should be interesting to see the raiders coming off of a thursday night loss to the rams in devastating fashion when Baker Mayfield is running 98 yards on you in about a minute, you should probably just fold up as a franchise. See you guys later. But they come back on 10 days rest versus a team that is staying on the West Coast in the New England Patriots who played on Monday Night Football. They had to play Colt McCoy. Let's not take anything from that game, okay? Let's be honest. The Raiders, what they do really well is they can get to the quarterback. And Mac Jones, we know, under pressure is a disaster. He has the dinosaur arm coming out and fucking chucks balls away. Doesn't know what he's going to do with it. Meanwhile, I think that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams can have a giant game. I know that Belichick's going to do everything in his power to take Adams away. However, I still think that he can find success 
in Vegas on Sunday. I'm going to take the Raiders at home as a dog over the Patriots for sure. That is my buy low, so high of the week. All right. Who am I? Where, the Where was I at here? Um, The buy for me is probably going to be Tennessee. I don't think that Vrabel is going to – I don't think they're losing this game here. Vrabel is 24-15 against the spread as a dog. I think that Tennessee kind of fell off there, but I think that against this – this Chargers run view that has if actually improved. It's not anything that to brag about. I think that Derrick Henry has a nice game, and I think they they win this one despite having a you know being tripped up a little bit here. Um, yeah, that is a really really good spot if you want to bet on the Tennessee Titans. Mike Vrabel as a dog, the Chargers as a favorite. We know that the Chargers have no home field advantage. I think this is a great spot and also a very very good by a low spot just in general based on what the Titans have done the past couple weeks because they have looked like absolute dog shit. We know that the Chargers running D is god awful, which means Derrick Henry should be able to absolutely sledgehammer them. This is a perfect game. And Vrabel versus Brandon Staley, oh yeah, I I definitely like the Titans. I'm waiting for a three and a half potentially. I don't think I'm going to get it. 52% of the bets and 88% of the money is coming in on the Titans in this situation. I think you got a nice little buy low, sell high there. Um, actually, speaking of which, this takes us in very nicely to the next segment. Upset of the week for NFL Week 15. Steph, going to go with the Titans? I, you know, I am, but I feel uh, obligated. So I like a few of these underdogs. I think that Tennessee is a beautiful one here. I think the New York Jets are a fantastic option. Um, I think that Detroit is going to, Start again. One of these teams that might come back down to earth. Thinks I think Goff. I'm Goff is doing fantastic. We all should be proud of Goff, you know. Finally, but he's finally a media darling, and I have a feeling that since they haven't played a top 15 D in months at this point, uh, they're gonna be faced with a lot of challenges against this New York Jets D. But not a chance that I can't bring up those Atlanta Falcons because. Ooh. They've got Desmond Ritter starting. No one knows shit about Desmond Ritter, and I love it. I can't trust either defense. Uh, I think that this game could probably go either way. I'd rather take the team who I think is the upper hand because you have Desmond Ritter in this case. Dalton, maybe is there a world that, you know, he plays a little bit better. They're at home. The Atlanta has proven to not be able to apply a lot of pressure. Maybe. Uh, I like Atlanta here. I see them definitely covering if they don't win. So for me, it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons. The science experiment continues with the Falcons <laughs> versus the New Orleans Saints. I absolutely love the angle. You know how we love the science experiment. By the way, the science experiment went 2-0 last week. Don't tell your friends. That, that That's just for us. Um, all right. So we got the Atlanta Falcons on the board as your upset special. 70% of the bets, 92% of the money is on the Falcons in this game. So, There are, like you mentioned, a couple of really, really good options this week. But on tighter lines, we like the Raiders to win. I'm with you. We'll talk about the Jets in a second. Mm -hmm. But the team that I want to mention here, the team that struggled last week immensely against the Houston Texans is the Dallas Cowboys. They are favored by four and a half points at the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know who all of a sudden looks like an all-pro quarterback? Fucking Trevor Lawrence. This guy is out here slinging it. He looks great. 
And I don't think the Cowboys are quite ready. Why the hell would they care about what's going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars? They're probably not going to catch the Eagles. They're definitely going to end up as the five seed because no one's catching them in the NFC. The Cowboys can definitely coast the rest of the season. And you know who can't? The Jacksonville Jaguars competing, fighting for that AFC South title. They need to come in here and win this game at home. And guess who knows the Dallas Cowboys better than anybody else? The guy who used to coach up in Philly, Doug Peterson. He's going to have his guys rolling for this game. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus four and a half. And also give me them to take out the Dallas Cowboys at plus 195. Put that one up on the board. I love it. Oh, I like it. I, this morning, somehow managed to switch my feelings. I talked about this game. I think this is actually a nice little letdown spot for Dallas. Again, like they have to face the Eagles in six days after this game. The Eagles and Dallas, like they, these two teams are ready to uh, murder each other at this point. It's <laughs> like this is bigger than the Super Bowl for both of these teams. Um, and you know, Jacksonville has this little sliver of hope remaining. If you look at their schedule, there actually is a nice little sliver of hope there that maybe they can make something happen. I think that it comes down to, do I trust Lawrence to play another week of like mistake-free football? I just might. And I might be buying back into these Jags and I told myself I wasn't going to bet on them. Um, I think it's a nice bet. I would love for them to beat the Cowboys anytime I'm rooting for that. Let's see it. Let's go Jaguars. I would love to see it too. And I love the angle that you brought up that I didn't even think of, which was the look ahead line, the look ahead to the Eagles. Like, obviously this is a great spot. Perfect. I love it. We're on the same page. Um, all right, let's get to our three locks of the week for NFL week 15. Steph, what's your number one lock on the board? Number one lock on the board is going to be Houston plus 14. I'm doing it. I'm going for it. Listen, Houston has only lost by 14 or more points twice this season. This team is not, they're not getting blown out. And the Chiefs, uh, right? Like this could be a correction game, Bubba. I, I got it. I I heard. I hear all that. Um, it's a lot of points. And the Houston Texans team, they figure out a way to to just cover. And I think that they can do that. I think that they held the lead for most of that game against Dallas. And they're just one of those teams, right? Good teams. They they just can't figure out ways to win. And this team's not figuring out ways to win. But they have nothing. You know. Nothing to win or lose at this point. I mean, Lovey Smith is going to be pulling whatever he can out of his hat. He's definitely not probably keeping his game. Mahomes threw three interceptions. Defense is kind of feisty. Um, I like them to cover the 14. I like that pick a lot, too. But I would take the Chiefs probably in the first half. 53% of the bets and 88% of the money is coming in on the Houston Texans. If you want to bet them, get that 14 now before this thing jumps down to 13 and a half. Because believe me, it's coming. All right, uh, my, I'll go with my first two picks on the board. Number one, I just talked about them, the Jacksonville Jaguars plus four and a half. We explained all the angles. We love the Jaguars in this situation to be able to get this done versus a Dallas Cowboys team that is looking ahead and is not prepared for the juggernaut that is Trevor Lawrence in this case. And again, no one knows the Dallas Cowboys better than Doug Peterson. I think this could be an absolute smash spot, and we're going to take the Jags outright to win. Another team that we're going to take outright to win, we're going to take the New York Jets plus yeah. one at home against the Detroit Lions. Has anyone ever seen Jared Goff play outside? I, I, he's terrible. 
He's awful. We saw him in New England earlier this year. They lost 29 to nothing. This team is absolutely rolling right now. Meanwhile, the Jets, Mike White got folded in half like a lawn chair last week. I don't know how his ribs are still intact. Zach Wilson's the QB, too. The Jets now find themselves on the outside of the playoff picture. Buy low on the New York Jets. This is a defense that's going to be absolutely suffocating the Detroit Lions. I don't think that Goff is able to get anything done in this game. And if you look at the total, look, these line totals have been in the 50s all year. Now you have a low total. The books are trying to tell you what to do. You just got to listen to them. They're telling you to bet the New York Jets. Mike White is going to play in this game. And we talked about this last week. The Jets teammates absolutely fucking love Mike White. They will run through a wall for him. He's like the favorite person on their entire team. I'm betting on Mike White. Give it to me. Plus one all day. Detroit Lions lose in week 15. Well, I'm probably taking the under on every Mike White prop possible. I I probably will do that. The Jets. I love the Jets this week. Listen. Detroit Lions fans who are very nasty to me at Ford Field, the majority of them. And I think this is going to be karma. I think you guys know better than to start saying you're definitely going to the playoffs. I think you guys get a little bit of letdown here. I think Goff, like I was saying earlier, a little bit of a media darling right now. Goff is not great on the road. He got his first road win since Vietnam this season. Um, and he doesn't play great. You want to, have you seen him outside? And uh, MetLife is a absolute wind tunnel. It is getting effing cold over there as well. I, I like the Jets as well. That was one of my locks. All right. Uh, and then your number three pick of the week would be? I'm trying to switch it up here, but I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans. We talked about it. Vrabel is an underdog. The Chargers haven't won back-to-back at home in a while. Well, I'm not going to use that. I, I just think this, the Tennessee wins here. Brable versus Daly, who am I taking? I'm taking Brable all day. I, I think that you're on the right side there, and it definitely was in contention for my third one. But I'll, I'll – actually, so I've talked about two of them already that were in contention for my third. I talked about Vegas, that I really like them, plus one versus New England. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate buy low, sell high spot. I like the Titans for reasons that you mentioned. Derrick Henry being able to run all over this Chargers defense. Brable is a dog versus Brandon Staley. Totally understand that. So I'll go off the board. This one is super spicy. And it's also kind of the Dallas corollary. I hope it's the same. Do it. The Chicago, the Chicago yeah. Bears plus nine against the Philadelphia Eagles in this spot. There's no chance that the Eagles give any shit about this game. They got to go to Chicago. It's cold. They're going to want to get on that plane so fast when they get back. I know that they're rolling right now, but the Bears just had a bye week. Justin Fields should be in a good spot. We've seen where the Eagles fail, and it's against the run. And guess what the Bears do? Elite, elite running game. 40% of the bets and 70% of the money is coming in on the Chicago Bears. I love this number for the Bears. If you want to tease the Eagles from 9 to 3, fine, whatever. Go have at it. But the Bears plus 9, I'm getting over a touchdown and over a two-point conversion. Sign me up, baby. Yes. This is what I was going to switch my Tennessee uh, bet, my lock to. Listen, this is a Philadelphia and Dallas do not give a fuck about anything else than the game that they are going to have to play six days after the games that they play this weekend. Um, Chicago's, I mean, defense blows. There's nothing about it. There's nothing to like. Philadelphia should technically dominate on both, uh, both sides of the ball, but I – the Chicago Bears team, 
Justin Fields, he's going to stay in it. We're going to see two of, of you know, this is what our uh, future looks like is Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. And uh, I like them to cover this plus nine as well. All right, perfect bets. All right, so just to recap our top three locks for the week, I'm going to go with the New York Jets at a pick em against Detroit. If you can find that at plus one in some places, go bet that. Jacksonville plus four and a half against Dallas. And then Chicago plus nine against the Eagles. Smalls, what are your top three? I've got Houston plus 14, the Jets. We'll take the money line. Let's take Tennessee money line as well. Make it fun. Ooh, spicy on the money line for Tennessee. I love to hear that. All right, let's get to our final two previews for the Week 15 betting show. Sunday Night Football. Smalls, this is your territory. We've got yeah. the Washington Commanders hosting the New York Giants. The Commanders currently favored by four and a half in the market. A lot of money coming in on the Giants, and this line keeps going up. Little dicey if I'm trying to bet on the Giants in this situation, but 72% of the bets and 84% of the money is coming in on them. This total right now is sitting at 40 and a half as we talk on Thursday morning. What do you like? Um, I'm skeptical here to say anything because since I have broken my rules of talking about my team in a kind way, they have continued to embarrass me. I think that. This line doesn't make as much – these teams just tied. I think they're a little bit more equal than people realize. Um, this could be a really awesome statement win for Dable. Like, if he wants fans to really buy in, go win this fucking game. Like, this is the most meaningful game that this team has had in a very long time. Um, it's going to depend if the Giants – can't get Saquon involved and they can't get creative and they kind of go back to this very predictable offense, I mean, they're in trouble because we've seen what Heineke can do in these high-pressure type situations. I kind of like the over here. I know people got burnt on uh, that last time and when they tied, but I think this ends up being a higher-scoring game between these two teams. Yeah, so the last line was 40-and-a-half. They got to 20-20 in overtime and nothing happened. Now it's 40-and-a-half again. Ah. The bookmakers sometimes just pure comedy. I love that they put the number at yeah. the same place. I know a lot of people who like the under in this game. I don't really have an opinion here. I do, however, have an opinion on the game, and I don't think that it's positive for the New York Giants here. The second bet that I made this week was the Washington Commanders money line, minus 210, and here's why. The Commanders have spent three straight weeks preparing for the New York Giants. Remember, they prepared for them. Then they had a bye week. All they did was think about them. Then they come back to work, and they're playing the Giants again. You give any team three weeks to prepare and then also two weeks to think about the game that they just played, and the Giants had to go out and play a team like the Philadelphia Eagles and actually had to probably pay attention mm -hmm. and try in that game, despite the fact that they gave up 40 bazillion points. The Washington Commanders, with three weeks to prepare, is a giant advantage. And also, they're playing on that shitty-ass field at FedEx in Virginia, which favors them over the New York Giants in terms of speed and knowledge of that field. Dangerous, dangerous place to play. I think the Commanders come out here and put up a dominant performance. I'm going to take the Washington Commanders. I hope not, honestly, because I'd rather root for the New York Giants. I I'm love fine with it because but... you were betting against my team. We were winning, so I'm cool to go back to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Um, so – We'll see. I think it should be interesting. You know, Daniel Jones is 0-9 in prime time in his career. This is for Dable and Daniel Jones. Like, you guys want statement wins. Like, this is this is a this is a big game here. While the Giants are not gonna make like a meaningful 
playoff run. I think it means a lot to the fans to make this happen. Um, Commanders are probably getting some pieces back that worry me added to their secondary. Chase Young is back too. Stay tuned. We might give something away to uh, Chase Young related if he does play. But yeah, I think the commanders, they, they're they rightfully favored in this situation. I don't know why anyone would be betting on Giants week in and week out. Haven't they burned you enough? But I'm with you. Uh, usually you want to back Daniel Jones as a road dog. So this is a good spot. If you happen mm-hmm. to think that the New York Giants angle is good in this game, no hesitation in betting it which is why I bet the money line. I do not trust going against Daniel Jones on the road as a dog, but I do think the commanders are able to come out and win this game. All right, last game preview that we have for NFL Week 15 betting slate. We'll make it quick because this game is gross. The Rams plus seven at the Green Bay Packers. 65% of the bets and 73% of the money is coming in on the Rams. Baker Mayfield will start for the Los Angeles Rams. Meanwhile, I, I don't know what the hell the Packers are playing for. What are the, either of these teams playing for other than pride at this point? I don't really care about this game. Is, is it Baker Magic again? No. Is, is that what we're looking at? Okay. No. I. It's adorable. It's very nice. And normally with the way that I like to bet on these guys at first, blah, 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 blah. No. Green Bay is winning this game at home. Um, they are covering this spread. I'm not really worried about the Rams in the situation. And Like, what, it, what are the Rams – what are you fighting for here, guys? Like, I don't know what that, like, there's a, if you like squint your eyes, like Green Bay, like there's some kind of like really small glimmer of hope. Like the Rams do not have a glimmer of hope. There is no hope. There's actually nothing hopeful looking forward for the next couple of years. Um, I like Green Bay, probably a nice night to put another uh, bet on Christian Watson to get two touchdowns. This, this Rams defense has just not been impressive. Um, I think, you know, yeah. The, but the Raiders, you, you look at last week, like the Raiders gave them that game. It's like, yeah. it's, uh, so I can't, I can't count on the Rams to beat Green Bay. I wish that I was more confident in the under in this game. I actually still might bet at 39 and a half. I still kind of mm-hmm. like the under in this game. The Rams, yeah. Baker, they're not going to get anything, dude. Like he was the ultimate science experiment. A guy came in in two days. They had no idea what he was going to do. He comes out, he wins the game. Now you have time to prepare for him in this offense. I think the Packers absolutely smashed. That's You're adrenaline. Right. Um, That's adrenaline took an Adderall. Like, that is all that was. That was not, like, Baker's, like, giving himself a concussion after. Like, it was awesome to see. And I, like, wish Baker the best. But we've seen how this goes. Like, it's not – I mean, the cards are not in his favor. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the best way to play this game, at least to me, is going to be to grab the Packers right now at minus seven and bring it down to minus one yeah. in a teaser. Um, like pair it with there's there's a lot of other options on the board for you to use. Tennessee at plus nine is probably a great one. The Raiders plus one to plus eight is also a great one. Um, I also like the Jets if you can get them at uh, plus one somewhere, moving them to plus seven. So there's a lot of options out there for you, but. Make sure to pair it with the Packers and at least one of them because I think that is yeah. probably a really nice bet. And also, you know, I hate using – I hate doing parlays where the last team, I have to wait until Monday night. I'd rather get it all synced yeah. up on a Sunday. Yeah. But Packers minus 295 is the last leg if you're going to do an open-ended parlay. Mm-hmm. I've heard worse ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. All right. That does it for Gambling with Gold, NFL Week 15 betting preview. Thank you to Smalls for joining me and going through all of this and hopefully winning all of you some money. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel right now. Hit that link below. 
And if you do so, and you're within the first thousand to subscribe, you will be automatically entered to win a CB Lamb and Tony Pollard signed memorabilia item that we will give away as soon as we hit 1K. Good luck this weekend. Let's make some money. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.